Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Anybody excited about Jesus and what he's doing at Faith Renewed Church? Amen. So good to see you this morning. Turn around and tell two people this morning that you're glad they came to church. Would you do that? Come on, tell two people you're glad they came to church. And as you speak to those in the house, I want to speak to those at home and those who are joining us online. You can hear now. Uh, Faith comes by here, and I was informed that they missed a lot of the audio. Hope they hung in there, still out there. But uh, so glad you guys are tuned in this morning and excited to have you. Let us know where you're at. But if this is your first time at Faith Renewed Church. Maybe it's been a while. We just want to tell you how glad we are that you're here. And just to let you know again, we're excited God set you. So Faith family, would you let our first time guests know you love and appreciate them this morning? Amen. Come on. Amen. Ain't God good? He's so, so, so good, man. Well, I tell you, I'm excited about what's happening and looking forward to jumping into the Word. Anybody bring a Bible to church? Come on, amen. If you love the word, man, just go ahead and get yours if you would. Going back to this passage this morning, hung out here last week. Go with me if you would to Psalm 18. Psalm 18. Anybody love the Bible? Come on, amen. Y'all are quieter than 11 a.m. I'm out that year. I think you can outdo 11, amen. I know it's early, but I think you can get excited about the word of God, amen. Yeah, amen. But as you turn there, I uh, just want to let you know, if you don't know, we use the YouVersion Bible app also. Uh, the paper word is amazing. Turn the pages. That, that, will, that will always be, I hope, a part of your study time, being able just to turn, highlight in the natural. But we use the uh, YouVersion online Bible app as well. So if you want to go there, click More Than Events, you'll actually be able to see the points, the passages, and verses, everything that I'm going to be sharing with you this morning. And you can save that, share that. Amen? Well, uh, this is a psalm that David wrote in Psalm 18. We see him here expressing gratitude. We're coming up soon on a harvest season. We're coming up soon on Thanksgiving season. Anybody grateful for the goodness and the faithfulness of God? Amen? Oh, man, I love it. And so I'm thankful. And again, David understood this. David was thankful. This psalm was written out of gratitude for the Lord delivering him from the hand of the enemy. And, uh, and so, again, he's showing thankfulness towards this and to him. And he says in verse 1, he says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Oh, man, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. And my fortress and my deliverer. We talked about that deliverer last week. Amen. And he said he is my God, my strength in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Amen. I'm thankful for salvation this morning. Thankful for a grace of the Lord who, who is faithful and who is good. And uh, I want to invite you this morning. Let's go to Jehovah's presence. Go into the throne room with me. And can we talk to him and just spend time in Thanksgiving this morning? God, we love you. Lord, we're so thankful for this morning, Lord, for bringing us into this house. Thank you for cool weather. Thank you, for Lord, for great people. And thank you, Lord, for this church. Thank you for what you're doing. Continue to build it. And thank you for being our rock. And, Lord, as we continue to build on you, Father, 
that will stand. And so we just give you praise, you glory, you honor. In Jesus' name, would you say it with me? Amen. Come on, tell us, tell somebody you didn't speak to just a moment ago. Look at them and say, you look great this morning. Would you do that? Tell them, say, you look great this morning. <clears throat> yeah, you look great this morning. Come on, so good to have you this morning. If you, uh, again, don't know, we're in a series right now. It's called... Jehovah, amen, and so nearing the end of this series, but as we kind of come to the end of this thing, nearing it, kind of see a landing uh, field out there, I believe, and uh, as we look at, we're looking at the Jehovah names of God. How many knows we serve the one true living God, amen? We serve Jehovah Lord. We, we serve Yahweh, Adonai, the one who is alive forever, and he is alive forever, amen? And that's the Lord that we're talking to, and we're seeing that this Jehovah, one true God, expresses his nature, he expresses his character, he reveals to us who he is through his names. And it is awesome because as we hear these names and as we learn about these names, these aren't just names. These aren't just words. This is descriptive, a descriptive picture of who God is. And so we get to know him more. We get to see who he is. And last week, we learned from this very same passage that the Lord is our deliverer. Amen. And I'm telling you, I'm thankful for a God who delivers. And, and we looked last week, there are three ways that God delivers. And we, we, we looked at that first thing is that God does is he'll deliver you from. Anybody been delivered from? Come on, you, I've been delivered from sin, amen? You, you can get delivered from addiction. You can get delivered from the stronghold. You can get delivered from the enemy. And so again, this morning, man, talking about it was get people getting set free, delivered from fear, amen? It was leaving this place. Why? Because God would deliver us from things. And I love it. He will, he will take you from it, and, and he will take it from you. And I'm thankful that God is a deliverer. We learned also he doesn't just deliver us from, he delivers us to. Y'all listen last week. He delivers us to. And so he is trying to get things to you. He is trying to get things into your life. Amen. He'll pull up in the delivery truck sometime and just put it on your front step. I love it when he does that. But there are times he's going to deliver it to you, but you have to go possess what has been delivered. Amen. You have to go out there and receive and get what God has for you. I'm thankful for a deliverer. And I also, you know, we, we learned this week, and it was super cool, man. I've heard testimony this week of people that the Lord was delivering through. It was awesome. I'm like folks who have never, like, man, I didn't know he would deliver through me like that. I prayed for a spouse, and they got delivered and healed. And I prayed for a family member. They got delivered. It was just like, why? Because God will deliver through you also. Amen. He wants to use you to do it. And this is a beauty of our Lord, man. He delivers. Now, in this text, there are seven names of God in this one text that we can draw from. And so this may be a cool study for you to do sometime, just to hang out in and just really dig into those names. And again, I'm thankful for each one. I, I probably won't do all of those, again, unless the Lord says to do them. But I, I want to zero in on the ones he's highlighting in my heart. Again, deliverer was heavy, that he was doing delivering and setting free. And also this morning, I feel like he wants us to zero in on the picture of who he is and look at a name today, another Jehovah. Jehovah name of God, and that name today is Jehovah Suri, 
And it means this, that he is the Lord, my rock. Come on, he is the Lord, my rock. Now, before we look at the rock and who he is, I, I want us to look at verse 1. Did not read this verse last week. God was like, man, you got to read. You missed the verse one, bro. And I was like, I'm sorry. And uh, so I want to make sure we look at verse one this morning because this is amazing, bro. Uh, verse one has to be looked at. There's a word here that, that is just like so, so important. And, and David says this. He says, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. Now, the word that just, again, I, I, I want us to look at for one moment before we look at the rock today. I want us to see this word, love. This is an interesting word because this word, love, this is the only time we see this Hebrew word. Mike, you love the Hebrew. This is the only time we see this Hebrew word in the Old Testament in the way being used here because this is an expression of David's love for God. This is an expression here. The only time it's used this way in the, New, in, in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew language, this is the only time this word is being used as an expression for our love for him. Now, you'll see it as compassion, as tender mercies. You'll see that word used throughout the Old Testament, that same word that that you'll see there being used. But this is a special word here because he is crying out to the Lord. He is saying, Lord, I love you in a a different, deeper way. How many of those God's calling us deeper? Amen. He's wanting to take us deeper than we are right now. Some of you are like, man, I don't know if I can go much. Yeah, jump in. Just, Just enjoy the journey. Just let him take you where he wants to take you because David understands understood this. This is cool about David because David understood where the victories came from in his life. He recognized and he was writing this psalm to the Lord as a song of praise to him and adoration to the Lord saying, I love you. And I want you to see this about David. David was a warrior. My man kicked tail, took names. I mean, he went into the battlefield. He was a warrior. I mean, as a, from a young age, defeated the, the animals that would come after the sheep that he was protecting. As a young man, when others would back down to the enemy, he stepped out and he went at the enemy. And he went at the enemy, not in David's name. He went at the enemy. The Bible says that David know this. I'm not coming at you with a sword. I'm not. I'm coming at you not the way others may want to come at you. I'm coming at you in the name of the Lord. And so he comes at the enemy in the name of the Lord. And what does he throw at him? A rock. Come on, he throws a stone, a living, he throws that towards the enemy, releases that in it towards that, towards that giant. The giant falls. Now, I, I, I love our faith kids' ministry, and I, it is so exciting to just hear like Ellie come in and, and then and Faith and Chris ask her, What did you learn today? And, and she was learning about King David the other day. We have his picture that she colored and outlined on our refrigerator right now. And it is so cool. When she started talking about how the enemy was taken out by David, it's because David was a warrior. 
But David was also a worshiper. Just as heavy as his warfare, just as just, it was just as deep as his worship. And he recognized this, and he saw this, and, and this is what I'm, I'm loving this about this church right now where God is taking this house and the people that I, I love what he's shown us because I feel like for so long it was kind of set up and the only thing that we kind of thought church was well, the men were the warriors, the ladies were the worshipers. And, I, and again, I feel like there are probably some connections and some tendencies towards maybe God when he made us in his image to create men certain ways, geared certain angles, and ladies certain ways. But what I'm loving about this house is that we're seeing men worship the Lord. We're seeing men go after God in deeper worship and saying it just as much as David understood in warfare and just as strong as he was in the name of the Lord, he also pulled back, took time to thank the Lord and go to a place of love and tenderness and deepness with the Lord that no one else had been to before. But you know what I'm also loving? I'm seeing ladies becoming great warriors for the kingdom of God and realizing they can be warriors just as deep as they can be worshipers and they're fighting the enemy too and they're taken out and they're destroying. And that's what's beautiful about, about when we see God do a marriage right, when you see both of them working and operating as God has created and designed it, they become one. Oh, now, now we're singing. David saw it. He said, I'm a warrior, but I'm also a worshiper. And so he thanks the Lord, and he takes time, and he tells him, Lord, I, I, I love you. There's a love here that only can come, again, from you. He saw that, but he expressed it. He released that. He shared that and taught, and he told the Lord, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. And then now he goes into, and he begins to call the names. Now, today, we zero in on Jehovah, the Lord, my rock. Now, I, I don't know what name comes to mind, first of all, for, for you. It depends maybe upon how saved you are uh, right now. Um, uh, when you hear the rock, what you think about. Um, for some of you, you may think about Chris Rock. You, you're not saved if that's who came to my, No, I'm just kidding. Not, not just kidding. I'm just kidding. Not, 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 I'm not, not judging your salvation. All right, I promise. Uh, you could be thinking about the rock. Come on, what the rock is Cook it, all right. Now, for, now for me, I, I'm I'm at a different age now. For for some of the folks in this house, the, the rock for you went to that mindset and that place of of the rock himself and y yelling out, smelling. Now, I think about when when I go to wrestling and when I go to rock. I go to the Rock and Roll Express. Amen. Some of y'all don't know nothing about wrestling and the rock. Until you encounter the Rock and Roll Express, Google it later. Not right now, but but I, I don't I don't know what what may come to mind. I, I don't know if the theme song comes to mind. Like a, come on, somebody. <clears throat> I don't know who drives a Chevy in here. Amen. But but it is 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 like a rock for you. But I want for us this morning, when we hear the word. When we hear the rock, when we hear about the Lord being our rock, I want us to look at 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 2, because he says, No one is holy like the Lord. 
Come on, no one is holy like Jehovah. No one is holy like you, Lord. There is none besides you. There is no one besides you, Lord. You, you are the one. He says, nor is there any rock like our God. Amen. So all these other rocks are counterfeits. Amen. And, and, but there is one true rock today, and it is Jehovah Suri. And this name today means so much for us. And God is saying so much through him. And in just a few minutes, I, I'm not speaking long today, maybe. But uh, I, as we just look at for just a few moments, because we're going to take some time at the end, we're going to be praying for Israel we're going to pray for Israel, pray for God's people. I'm, we're, going to come, we're, going to, we're going to declare some things and pray for them. We need to do that as God's people also. We need to pray for them. And so we'll do that at, this, this morning at the end. But I want to look at a few things this morning in this message that I, I want us to zero in on. And the first one is this. We have to do this. We have to build on the rock. It's what we must build on. Amen. Anything else we build anywhere else other than on him, it will not stand. What's going what's to be beautiful about the test of time and what's going to be, if the Lord does not return, what's going to be glorious and be beautiful about what the test of time will show is that from years from now, if he has not come, our grandchildren will be worshiping somewhere under the man of this house, faith or new church. It still exists. Why? Because it was built upon the rock. It was built upon something that will sustain, that will not fall. Now, Jesus did this. He said it to do this way. We need to build upon this thing because I, I've watched this now. I, I've seen, we, we had some, we, when we moved into our home, it, the property got graded and there's a slant, slight incline there. And, when it, and it's interesting. We've noticed something, or I have, I've noticed that when it rains, it washes away the dirt and sand. Amazing what I find there afterwards. Rocks. I feel like, man, I have picked up so many rocks in that yard. I wish I had, you know, a dollar for every, every rock that I have picked up in that yard and the time I've taken to do that. And, but but it's, it's, it has shown me something. It has shown me that, man, when the weather comes and when the rain falls and when everything begins to move, it's still standing. Now, it, Jesus knew this. Jesus, of course he knew this. He said it like this. He, he said back in Matthew chapter 7, he says to the disciples, he says in verse 24 through 26, he said, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, how many knows we, show, we don't want to just hear the word, amen? We want to do the word. We want to do what it says. That's always been the plan. We see that in James. He reminds us, but Jesus said it first. He says that whoever does this, hears this, and does this, this is what I will liken him to, a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the rain descended the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house and it did not fall for it was founded on the rock. Oh man, he says, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a, like a foolish man who built his house on the sand 
and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now, it's interesting to me that in this text today, he doesn't take the time to tell them what they're supposed to be building with. It was never about the material. Now, we're in the middle of a building project right here, right now. It's super exciting what, what we're seeing happen out there. These guys are working hard trying to get this done before our outreach event in three weeks. They're, for we're going to come together and celebrate the harvest and this season together as a family and love on this community. And so they're working towards that and working hard to make that happen. But it's interesting is that whole project, the concern to Malden City to get the permits, not about the materials that they're using. It's not about how beautiful it's going to look in the end. I believe it's going to be beautiful. I don't believe compass builders are going to do anything that's not going to be beautiful. But it's not about that, and they understood something. Even as a city, they recognized something. Before you build one thing, that foundation better be right. They knew it. They, they recognized it. Matter of fact, our plans were great. They were in place. They looked good. They, in, in a lot of places, it would have been no issue, but they came back and they said, we want, to add, we want to see you add more footings here. So they went, went back and they added more footings there. We put, put more poles in place, doing all of these things because we recognize, and this is what's going to happen, there will be winds come. There's going to be rains fall. But if, I, if you were here and I've tried to document this, send this to all of our folks on our family page, keep you up to date what's going on. But there were three and a half truckloads of concrete that was delivered and poured out there beside our building. Why? Because the foundation has to be strong. The, 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 the source, the rock, everything has to be in place because if you build something and that's not right, it's going to fall. Now, this is, this, is, this, is a, this is wild because if you, if you look at the scripture, he likens it to a wise and a foolish person. The one who builds upon the rock, the one who builds upon the sand. I, I don't know, have you ever been like physically, and this is a physical, not spiritual, is there speaking spiritually metaphorical or right? No, no, I'm you, a physical question right now. Have you like ever been like physically stuck in like any type of like quicksand, is anybody outdoor people? I know it's going to be a very, probably very few, if, if any. I, I thought I would see Mike Limbaugh's hand go up. <clears throat> I, I, man, come on, Bob. who else? Have you ever been like physically stuck in, in, in two, three, in some time? Who was that? <laughs> That's funny, but I didn't know where I was going. But uh, I'll, <clears throat> we'll take it. Okay. But, but physically Physically stuck. Now, this it, is wild because it's, it's like something. I, I grew up on, on good shows like Andy Griffith. Good stuff, amen. I wish they had those shows. Gilligan's Island. I, they, you know, and I, it was like there was quicksand all over Gilligan's Island. I was like, man, no matter where you go, <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about, man. The, the, it was no matter where you ran to, you were going to get in some quicksand. Gilligan was going to be up. The little buddy was going to be up to his neck. At some point in that story, and that, and that show it was, just, it was just wild to me. 
But there was a time I was out, I was duck hunting, not deer hunting, and I was out duck hunting, and we got physically stuck, and it was, it was, it was wild. I mean, I, I was in, I had waders on that come up to about right here. I had a gun in a bag that I was holding above my head. And thankfully, my feet hit what was this, a, a solid piece when it got to this level. It was a, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a kind of a scary place to be. I felt spiritually, some of you feel like you, you're right there. This is like if I go one more step or if it gets any deeper, I, I'm, I'm done with. Now, listen today. I want you to see something. Listen, God will raise you up out of the pit of miry clay, set your feet upon a rock. And so this is how he does it. He sets us upon it because it's a firm foundation. Now, I'm going to take us way back, and I want to read the lyrics of a song that I haven't been able to get out of my head this week. And I was, I was in a tree stand last night, and I was, I was thinking about these words. I was praying about some very specific needs that that are going on in this church right now. And I was calling some of those things out, and this this, this words just kept coming to my mind. This is a song called, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. It's been really cool because there's been some modern versions of it. They've taken some pieces of this because it's such a, such a well-written, beautiful song. But I want to take it old school. Me and Carl actually had to go through some of the songs and go back and, and find this. And, and the words are actually going to be on the screen. But I just want to read the words to you and save you from hearing me sing. But my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Look at the next verse. When darkness veils his lovely face, I'll rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy day, my anchor holds within the veil. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm thankful for the unshakable, unsinking rock of Christ Jesus. He said his oath, his oath, his covenant, his blood supports me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. Oh, man, listen, you may know this last one. We used to sing the first, second, and the fourth verse. Amen. I don't know how you did it in your church. But when he shall come with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. If you know this, say it with me. Oh, Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground. It's sinking sand. Listen, we serve a God who is immovable. He is unshakable. He is a solid fortress. He is a firm foundation. And build today. Build your life on that. Build your house on that. Build everything. We get consumed over the material instead of what we're building on. Listen, build it upon him and it will last and it will stand today. Oh, man, build upon him. Number two is this. His word is our rock. I want you to get this, like, man, it just, like, I want you to see what it is because it's one thing to say, like, build it on him. Do it. Why are we doing it? 
but I want you to see what it is today. Like, how do we put this in play? And I'm talking about this is a spiritual work that we're going to do, but it's a practical thing that we put into place. And it is this. It is us building upon the raw and in using his word as the source. Because I want you to see this. It is not just him that we build on. It is him is becomes the material that will sustain us. Now, now what I mean, this is, this is, what, this is what we see here. In, in the picture today of, the, of the God's word, we see where Jesus again in Matthew, he says this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So what do we do today? What we do is this. We use his word and we declare and build with the words that he gave us. Like I, You should see me when I go um, into um, Lowe's or um, Home Depot or one of these places, you know. You, I know, I know. I, I called out the enemy, man. I'm sorry. My, I'm sorry, bro. My bad, dude. Uh, <coughs> we... But when I go into Lowe's, all right, we'll say we've got a Lowe's employee, yeah, who uh, manager now. Okay, well, when I go into Lowe's, which is typically where I do go, um, when um, I go, we've done a few little projects together. Uh, Sean Carpenter is actually a carpenter. He uh, is a true statement. I, and he, um, when we were going to build the coffee bar out here, um, or when he was going to build the coffee bar and I was going to hold stuff and bring it to him, uh, we went and we went into Lowe's. And it was, it was, it was amazing, um, I, you know, as we're looking for stuff, looking for things, and they do each of these things different. Come on, Lowe's, y'all need to get on the same page, all right? Come on, get every store the same. Come on, we need to, we need to get on, 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 on some type of plan. But I remember, like, going around there, and, and, and we were finding, picking out stuff, and I was pulling out the app because, man, I'm, the app has become my friend, amen? And so I'm like, you know, I'm looking for something, and I think it's on one side, and it's on the other entire side of the store, amen? But, but we go, and we get those things, and we start piecing and putting those things together, and it's amazing when you see a finished product, and I want you to see something this morning. I want you to see that the Word of God for you is the material that God has given you to build upon the rock. He's the foundation, and then He is gracious enough to give us the instructions, give us the material, put in our hands everything that we need to begin to use, and it all goes back to Him. Now, this... Uh, it's, it's cool, man, when we see again that Jesus is the rock. He is declaring that. When he is saying that, hey, I want you to build upon the rock all over other ground. It's going to sink. He was talking about on himself. Like he was speaking to a people, letting them know it's not going to be your religious system that will save you. It's, it's not going to be any type of, it's going to be me. I'm going to be the rock. I'm going to be the source. I'm going to be the foundation. And when you, when you see it, and we, we'll see in a moment, he is the cornerstone. He is every, some, he is all of the things. And it's cool when you get things in Scripture and he lets us see stuff. Like when you go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, did you know this? That man, the rock has always been Christ Jesus. It's always been him. He says in verse 1 of, of, chap, of chapter 10, he says, Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware 
aware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea. Talking about the children of Israel, Moses. And he said, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank some of the same spiritual drink. Now get ready. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. That rock was Christ. He is the foundation. He is the material. It's always been him. It's always be him. And I'm telling you, when you build upon the rock, when you use him as the material, when you go to his aisle, you go to his bay, when you get off his word, and when you begin to declare that over a situation, it will stand. Now, I, I, I saw this firsthand back in 2011. We had just been in this building just a short time. And, and in, in Hackleburg, Alabama, one of the young men who was in my youth group when I was a student pastor was actually youth pastoring in a church in Hackleburg, Alabama. He's now the senior pastor of that church, which is super cool to see your spiritual sons just walking in God's plan and, and, and doing it. He's leading that church today, doing a great job. But when he was student pastor of that church, many of you remember this. You were part of helping make this happen. Um, Brent, Stephen, man, outreach pastors at our time served, helped make this happen. Wonderful job doing this. But Hackleberg got hit with an E5 tornado. And you have to understand this. Were you guys living in that area anywhere? You were, you were, you were right after that? <clears throat> it, was, uh, it, was, it was unbelievable um, what I saw. Um, I went to Biloxi, Mississippi, right after Katrina, and, and the, the devastation there was, was unbelievable, what you could see. I mean, in churches that we went into and helped clean out, and I mean, the water line eight and nine feet high in those churches, but, but they were there. And I went to Hackleburg, and, 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 and I drove through that place, um, what was left of it. It was amazing that um, as you go, Dustin was with me, and he would say, there was a subdivision right there. And I'm like, there was no sign of it. And when I say that, I mean, I mean, like the devastation that hit that place was, was um, it was unbelievable. Of course, th- this is what happens. Those people out those ways, they, they build different. They, they know things and because of what goes on. They're in high-risk areas. A lot of stuff happens. They build different a lot of times in those places. But it didn't matter. It was gone. I mean, literally places gone. They had a steel structure of a church still building with frames and and they were there but they had to be completely removed because those those still built that still building was completely t- twisted and turned turned upside down there was rubble of something left there of a church and as we rode around I mean I, I'm wondering how does anyone live from that anyone and as we was driving around he took me to a place he opened up the door and began to walk down to a place. And it was a storm shelter. <laughs> and he's like, we rode this out right here. And I was like, again, 
He said, to come up, he said, to hear all this happening above your head, to know all this was going on, not to know what you would see when you come back up. It was just, it was, it was a scary place. We had a message in prior to, right before his phone went out. And when he came back up, I mean, I, it was like what he saw and what we saw while we were there. But he reminded me of something. He was like, man, he said, when you go deep, everything else above you, everything else surrounds you, everything else, the winds can come, the rains can come, and everything else around you can be destroyed. But when you're deep, when you're in him, when you're in the foundation, when you're rooted in Christ, when you have him, you have something that will not pass away. You have something that cannot be destroyed. And he says this today about his word. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. It will stand the test of time. And so when you start speaking stuff and declaring things over your household, when you start speaking the word of God over your family and over, your, over this house, when you start speaking that word of building upon that, you're going to have something that's going to still be standing when everything else around it falls. You will still be standing upon him. And today, this is our rock. It's his word. So you declare it. He's given it to you. You don't have to be a master builder to build it. You start declaring it, and he and his word will not return void. It will accomplish what it was set forth to do. So today, listen, his word is our rock. And thirdly and finally, I, this, as, uh, this one got added. I was going to share two things this morning. But as I was sitting in a deer stand last night, <laughs> who, Lord, will speak to you. I, I talked to him more there because, man, just away from all this stuff. So much fun. And I, I put this all on my social. And I shared it. And this is point three today because some of you feel like you're there. You feel like it's too late. You feel like, man, I didn't build that way. It's not how I built. It's not what I did. I, I didn't see that being built. I, I've repeated what I saw. I built it a different way, but this is what I want you to see today. Number three is this, is that it is not too late. <laughs> I'm talking about if everything else around you has fallen. Because this, it was, again, this when he came up out of that storm shelter, when he, they stepped out of that, everything else was gone. But you know something? They're having service this morning in a new building. They're having service this morning in a new facility that was built. Insurance paid for it. And they're today going out and going after people in that community. And why? Because, listen, it wasn't too late just because something came and destroyed what had been. Now, listen, today, this is what he wants you to know. It's not too late for you. It is not too late for things to change. This morning, I want you to see that it is not too late for things to change. Stop believing the lie of the enemy. Go after what God has and look at those situations as things that God can use. I love something Charles Spurgeon said. He said, I have learned to kiss the waves that throw me up against the rock of ages. 
I have learned to kiss the waves that throw me up against the rock of ages. So you can use what you've been through. You can use what you have has happened to put you upon the rock. And this is the glory of the rock. Listen, when we come and bow upon it, when we get upon it, it will break and destroy things, and it won't crush us. But So we have the opportunity to kneel, to come before today, and to lay down everything. And this is what he wants you to see. It's not too late just because, listen, maybe it's been destroyed. And so for some of you, I'm talking practically to the place of relationally, you feel like you're going to be alone the rest of your life. Listen, today God is building something new in your life, and he's going to build something that will last, and it is not too late for you. I don't care what the enemy has spoken to you. And so today, listen, regardless of what has been said by him, I want you to go to the rock, and that's his word. And I want us to read what it says together. As our worship team comes, I want to read to you Ephesians chapter 2. And I want to read verses 19 through 22. Man, Wednesday night, we are having a good time in here going after this book called Ephesians. We finish up chapter 2 this, this week. And, oh, man, I, I want you to just see this. I not just listen that the rock of Christ Jesus will stand when everything else falls. I want you to see that this is how he'll do it. He will actually use you, bring you in, and put you in a position and use you. If anything, man, has been hitting me in these Jehovah messages, I hope they've been hitting you this way as well. Is that, listen, it is not just him, but it's him in and through us. I hope you've gotten that from these, this series. Lord, please let us never forget this. And this is what he says in Ephesians 2, verses 19 through 22, as he ends that chapter. I chose to read it in the Message Bible. And I closed our, our service Wednesday with this. And it says this, after explaining, listen, that he is bringing us in, making us citizens, making us a part of a kingdom, making us a part of his purpose and his plan. This is what he gave the Apostle Paul, wrote through him by the Spirit of God for me and you this morning. And I want to ask you if you would to stand and, and reading in honor of God's words. We close this, this, this day out right now in this part of the service. As I read this to you today, I want you to look at the screen if you can. It says this in simple English. just what the, the message is. I hope it doesn't bend your theology too much. But it says this. That's plain enough, isn't it? Yeah, it's plain enough, isn't it? You're no longer wandering exiles. Thank you, Jesus. This kingdom of faith is now our home country. You, you're no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here. I don't listen to the lie. You belong here. With as much right to the name Christian as anyone, God is building a home. He's using us all. Hear this. Irrespective of how we got here, Regardless of what your past was, regardless of where you came from, regardless, again, Jude, he's using us all. And what he is building, he's the builder. He's the maker. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. This is where we miss it. A lot of times that, man, it, it was for them and so many doctrines and denominations miss this today, but it's for now. It's for today. And he says this because now he's using you 
fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. He is a permanent, he is a faithful God today. He's a firm foundation. And as we take a moment right now to actually just bow our heads and close our eyes, and just today as David did it in verse 1, he loved the Lord on a deep level. Father, we just want to love you now, Lord. How we want to worship you now, Lord. God, we thank you that you've created us to be warriors, to be worshipers, God. Lord, to build and to battle, God, to go, Lord. But it all must be built on you. It all must be built on you. The only way it will sustain the winds and storms of this life is this only. And God, I just decree over this place today, God, those who think it's too late, <laughs> that they think it's too late, God, they can build again. They can build something that will sustain and last the test of time, the winds and the waves that come, Lord. And that foundation is you. That rock is you. It's always been you, Lord. So, Father, I just want to just... Again, just thank you for what you're building in this place, God, the people that you're using, the stones, the rocks, everything that you're fitting together for your glory. And Lord, we want you to feel comfortable in your house, in your temple, in our life, Lord. Yeah. So just right now, I, I just, I sense for some, you, you may not, it may not feel like it's, you're stuck all the way up to where I was at. You may not, you, you may not feel like it, you're at that place Maybe you just feel like it's around your feet right now and you just can't move. Whatever, regardless of what level it is today, listen, he's going to pull you out. He's going to set your feet upon a rock today. And he's going to build something in and through you that will last. It's only going to be built on you, Father. So I want to speak specifically right now to those maybe this morning who, who have felt like maybe it was too late right now. I just want to, I want to pray over you right where you're standing right now. If maybe the enemy has lied to you and, and it feels like it's too late in any regard, any area of your life, I just want you right now just lift up your hands to the Father right now. I want, I want to just begin to speak blessings over you right now. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah, just raise it. If you feel like maybe it's just been too late, it's not too late today. Come on, God, I just declare right now, Father, that you're going to build something beautiful in and through your people, God. Huh. Yeah, we release that right now. Yeah, release that right now, Father. Thank you, Jesus. For some right now, just as, as those who continue to just keep their hands raised, just begin to just go after the Lord right now. Just keep praying. For those right now who may be like now, I want, I want to ask this. Raise your hands up right now. If today you're in the middle of the process, you're building something right now, and you need him, you need his strength right now, you need his hope right now, you need his source of strength. You need today, I, I just want to declare a word over you right now. Yeah, I want to declare the word. His, the word is, 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 is the rock right now. Yeah, just raise it up high. Come on, you, you've walking this thing out, man. I'm seeing it. I'm watching some of you like, man, yeah, they're building. Yeah, they're building. God, I thank you, Lord, that they're not going to grow weary and well-doing. They're going to keep building and battling or worshiping and warring, going after you, Jesus. And, Lord, we declare over them today, Father, 
Lord, they're going to reap. Lord, we're, going, we're entering harvest season. So, Father, I just declare harvest today. Lord, I declare it over your people. Yeah, Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. Just keep them raised. Just If anyone else today, you, you need special prayer this morning for any reason in your life, for any situation you need prayer for today, just lift up your hands. Join these in, whose hands are raised right now. Yes, ever more hands. God, we just thank you right now, Lord. As you went with the children of Israel through the wilderness, Lord, you're with us right now, God. You're with every hand raised right now. Yeah, Lord. You're faithful, Lord. Your goodness and your mercies, Lord, ever in there. It's never ending, God. We thank you right now, God. Yeah. I want Drew, if he would come on up. And in this same place right now, same spirit, we're going to sing in just a moment. I want to sing it after this prayer. I want to just feel like, again, we're talking before service about taking a moment as a church, as a body of Christ, to pray for Israel, to pray for this nation. I want you, if you would, to just jump in right now. And whether you feel led to call forward, to connect in this house, however you feel led to do it. But I want us to do this as a body today. It's God's yeah. family. Yeah, let's just grab the hand of the person next to you. We're going to be praying out of Psalm 122. It's going to be on the screens. Scripture calls us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And uh, it just breaks my heart to see what's happening right now. And there are believers on the ground right now praying. There was a gathering of thousands of people from over 40 nations, pastors, leaders, praying for the peace of Jerusalem the week prior to this happening. And uh, son, on, on a Sabbath morning, they woke up 6 a.m. to alarms going off in the country. 5,000 missiles in the air being attacked, uh, unprovoked. And uh, there's just, it's time to pray, church. I said, it's time to pray, church. It's time for us to get up and stand up and use our voice. And that's how we get in the game. That's how we get in the game. We get in the game by praying. So just grab that hand next to you and let's begin to pray right now. Pray for the peace in Jerusalem right now. Just lift your voice with me right now. Father, right now, we pray out of Psalm 122. We pray out of your word. We thank you, Lord, that your word is a rock, that when times are, when we're at times of war, your word still remains. Lord, your word still is true. And Lord, we thank you for the peace that is coming to Jerusalem, Lord. We pray for peace right now in the city of Jerusalem, in the land of Israel, Lord. I pray, Father God, for your people. God, that are near and dear to your heart, God. Father, that they have divine purpose. Father God, I just we just pray your hedge of protection are on every father, every, every mother, every, every child, Lord. Father God, in Jesus' name, God, we just pray, God. We pray against every attack of the enemy. We pray against every, every strategy, Lord. Give the Israelis, Father God, the, give the government, Father God, your strength, your hand, your strategy, your wisdom, Lord. In Jesus' name, God, we just thank you, Father, for those that are on the ground, tending to the needs, meeting people where they're at, God. Right now in Israel, this is the prime time. Pastors are calling for people to pray, for people to sin, to preach the gospel in this time, Lord. We just pray for the salvation and the peace of Israel, Lord. We pray, for God, that the, the gospel would, would come forth, Father God, and that souls would be saved and healed and know the true Messiah, Jesus, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name, 
God. I just pray, Father God, that, <clears throat> that your word promises, Lord, that those that stand with Israel will prosper, will be blessed. Lord, and I just pray, Father God, that you would pour out your spirit in the land. God, that your Holy Spirit would go before them. God, in Jesus' name, God, if you did it before, God, we just declare you will do it again. If you did it before, God, you will do it again. And we thank you that your promise still stands and you are faithful to complete every word in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, if you agree with that prayer, clap your hands. In Jesus' name. Just one time to sing this chorus. Your promise still stands. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never fail me yet. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never let's sing that again. Oh, your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in just lift your hands to Jesus. We thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. We thank you for your word. Lord, this week, God, we commit more than ever now, God, to build our lives. God, it's not too late. It's not too late to build our lives upon the rock, God, to go home and to do it, Lord. We've seen you move before, God, but I declare we're going to see you move in greater measure in the days to come, God. Now is the time, Lord, in Jesus' name, for us to see you move. In Jesus' name, come on and sing it. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.